Hello everyone, and welcome to CMU Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to Winging It with the Angels. Today, Stephanie Finn is talking about the eye of the needle experience. So, for those people that don't know, well, you do know, the eye of the needle experience is that part of our spiritual awakening, awakening that sometimes we don't hear that much about, but we all go through it. And this means those moments or those episodes, those periods of time where our soul is awakening, bringing more consciousness into your life, preparing yourself to going from one dimension to the other, and Sometimes it can be a roller coaster, and sometimes it's just a sweet, beautiful breeze of time that you don't even notice. Why is it that sometimes it's an eye of a needle, like something squeezing you from all of all, all parts, and why sometimes it's not? Well, we're going to hear from Stephanie Finn. She just went through one of these processes. And as she is known from us and all of the listeners and callers are today, Stephanie has the ability of getting all of those processes into steps, into easy-to-follow, step-by-step programs, or uh, putting everything into words, the way that the rest of us can follow that and understand by her example how is it for us as well. So let's bring Stephanie. Oh, by the way, if you want to reach Stephanie Finn outside of the show, it's very easy to find her. You can find her at stephaniefinn.com. Instagram, Stephanie-Finn. You can also follow her on Facebook. And she's bring us every day. There's always a message from Stephanie about what the angels have to say for the day. 
So let's bring Stephanie to the show and see what else she can uh, amaze us today. Hi there. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> Hi. I'm here. Yeah, so let's speak a little bit about <laughs> your process. I know you just went through six months of, uh, some would say hell, but maybe it's heaven, yes. what you just found. Yes, yes, that's a great way to to introduce the topic for sure. So as you know, I really don't plan my my episodes, my sessions. So I, I'm just sitting here uh, on the couch, feeling comfortable, taking some nice deep breaths, becoming saturated with God's love as I'm here preparing. Um, and so I'm just going to start off by I'd like to share my experience of uh, what I'm calling a spiritual um, purification process, which started six months ago, <coughs> excuse me, approximately six months ago. And it ended up with a 16-day eye of the needle process or episode or marathon, you could call it, uh, which was very excruciating and painful. Uh, There was a lot of suffering involved. And I'm saying that not to frighten people at all. But I feel that this process and this experience doesn't get spoken about very often. And I just felt, you know, through much guidance and deliberation, that it's, it would be a good time to share my experience. And so what I'm going to talk about really is coming from my own experience, my insights, everything is based upon that. I haven't done a lot of research on the um, spiritual uh, purification process or the eye of the needle, simply because I just wanted to come, you know, from my own, my own experience. So about six months ago, uh, I began, it actually started at the Course in Miracle Boston Conference. Um, I went to a presentation there and I ended up doing an exercise in which um, a lady stood in front of me. So it was one of these symbolic exercises, if you know what I mean. It was a group participation exercise in which a person was standing in front of me and I had to take three steps towards this individual who, by the way, was representing innocence in the exercise. So I had to take three steps, and every time I took a step towards her, I was asked to let go of something. So I just kind of did it. You know, I was just going through the motions. I thought, well, yeah, I'll participate in that. And I did it. So the first step, um, I heard the still small voice within me say, it's time to let go of your disobedience. And I knew exactly what that meant. So I just let go in the moment. And in that moment, I was given the experience of what it feels like to actually let go. So it wasn't like a perfunctory, superficial type of letting go. I actually felt um, it leave me. You know, it was almost as if the Holy Spirit was showing me what it truly feels like to let go of something, which I did in that moment. Then the next step, I had to let go of something else. Uh, The Holy Spirit seeded into my mind and into that moment. It's time to let go of your unwillingness to listen, which I did. I just willingly gave it up in that moment. So this was the beginning. Unbeknownst to me, this was the beginning of a six-month spiritual um, purification process whereby almost every morning of the week, I would wake up 
and I'd be given a list of items to let go of. And this was a very uncomfortable process because, of course, um, you know, my, the ego was being exposed to the truth. It was being exposed to the light. And my only job was to take each item on that list every day and, and feel it, you know, give it up into the light of the moment, give it up into the light of consciousness and just release it in the best way that I could. I wasn't always successful, but I was willing. There was an absolute willingness there. And I feel that this process comes to each individual when we're ready for it. You know, it's like a decision is made in the mind when we're going to be going through this. And so I willingly let myself go through it. The other, part, the other part I wanted to share was that, you know, the Holy Spirit works with us in such beautiful ways. There was an individual, her name is Linda O'Connell, and I have full permission to speak about her today and the process that we went to, through together. Um, the Holy Spirit brought us together to go through this process together. You know, it's, it's almost as if we need support. I Jokingly, I used to say, we need a sponsor when we're going through this. It's almost like you're in... Um, AA and you know you have a sponsor well it was like this we really needed each other's support because there were times that this was so excruciating I can't even tell you and there's really no words to label the level of intensity that we were both going through so Linda came into my life and we were we would both get up in the morning and we'd be given we, we used to jokingly call it a laundry list of things to let go of and just give me an example of some of the things that would come up. Uh, for example, the need to be right, the need to be wrong, the need to be a cleaner, the need to be a fixer, the need to look good. You know, so these are just some of the examples. Another example would be. Um, a sphere of loss and I'd be given a lot of guidance around this so for example the spirit said to me that the fear of loss is really the fear of losing heaven which we cannot lose so I was given a lot of guidance you know around each individual thing and or hidden belief that I was letting go of so fast forward this now this is a six-month process which in which a Pandora's box was opened up and it was an accelerated process of spiritual purification. Uh, I'm going to talk about the eye of the needle now in a couple of moments, but before I do, I just want to give you some specific guidance that was given to me by a team of ascended masters that I was working with. So this team of ascended masters came to me in June, July, and this is some of the guidance that they gave me. The first little piece, I actually have some bullets written down here I'm going to share with you just, just to show you the, the specificity of this, you know, the specific guidance that was given to me. So the first message was that there are a team of awakeners with you now. You are going through a light body activation or the Merkaba activation. Uh, they told me that this is something that you cannot choose. The, the light body activation chooses you when you're ready. Uh, there are layers being activated, both singularly and as one. They said at the culmination of this process, there will be joy. Uh, Merkaba aspects are being released from heaven to soothe your soul and calm you down. Then, on, uh, then during uh, May, I heard 
we are a team of awakeners working with you now. We come saturated in God's love. The nexus of love is a combination of starlight codes from a sanctuary of light. You are going through a software, something that's akin to a software replacement, a standard of greatness so high that the activation replaces your reality. Then a couple of weeks later, I heard there is a single pointed focus that is being asked of you now. An unfaltering and unwavering present moment awareness. And then I heard there is an energy field surrounding you now that you can draw upon. Your level of mastery will increase over the coming days. And then they said, we are offering a systematic approach coming to you from all angles for the purpose of rapid ascension. We offer light and frequency. You are saturated in love. Reach high into your faith now. So I'm going to go now to uh, September 1st. We're going to fast forward through this spiritual purification process to September 1st, because September 1st was three days before I began the eye of the needle portion of the purification process. So these, this was the guidance from spirit. It said you're on an accelerated path of awakening. There's an expansion happening and you're going to be part of this. You will be assisted. The mind of God is here. You're almost home. And the ego screams loudest when you're sliding into home base. So I really like this analogy of the baseball game. (laughs) You know, you're sliding into the home base and the ego screams the loudest, which is really what the eye of the needle is. It's that the ego is screaming for your attention because it knows that it is losing you. So before I get into this, Claudia, is there anything else? Is there anything that you'd like to to, uh, ask me at this point? Anything that you'd like, you know, clarification of? Just one thing, when you were giving the list of things of letting go, how yeah. could you discern between a spiritual one from one given by uh, the ego? Okay, well, at this time, that's a great question, because the ego is always there. You know, the ego wants to go with us on this journey, as we know. Uh, the hidden beliefs that were coming up, they were all from the Holy Spirit. It was very clear to me. And it was a very clear process whereby my mind would be seated with the Holy with thoughts, with the thoughts of God, you know, the lovely thoughts of God that come to us when we're in a state of serenity and peace. And I usually receive this list first thing in the morning, which is the time that I would be in peace. This is the time that I would really connect with the angelic realm and connect with the angels. I received my channels. And right after that, 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 that's, that was when I would receive the hidden beliefs that were coming up for recognition and release. So it's a great question because I'm always, you know, to be always vigilant for God and his kingdom. In other words, you know, to be vigilant towards the Holy Spirit and for the Holy Spirit. And, and yes, to always be able to discern um, an ego message from the, the message of the Holy Spirit. Thank so does you. that answer the question? Yes. Yeah, and we can talk a little bit more if you want about discerning, you know, between the ego and the Holy Spirit. I think that's a 
That's a great thing to um, to talk about. I can just elaborate on that a little bit now, if you like. For me personally, uh, I know when I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit because it I have a it comes with a feeling of joy, and this is not a joy, uh, an emotional joy. This is a spiritual joy. I feel the truth in it. You know, I feel the love in it. I feel the conviction in it. And I, I just know that it's coming from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, like I heard somebody say the other day, you know, you're receiving something from the Holy Spirit because the guidance you receive from the Spirit actually works. You know, you put it to the test and it works. And, and yeah, it was a feeling of joy in the mind. Thank you. And also sometimes it surprises you when it does. Absolutely. It brings healing into the mind. The angels once said to me, they said, we will offer you the highest truth available in the moment. They said, you can ask us anything and we will offer you the highest truth. And it will be up to you to accept that truth into your mind so that the mind can be healed. Because the highest form of healing is when you hear a truth. And so you know that you're hearing from the Holy Spirit because it brings healing to the mind. It's not just like an emotional satisfaction or, um, you know, a pleasure. It's not a pleasurable feeling that the ego would offer, but a healing of the mind. It's a liberation. Thank you. So I'm just going to get into the eye of the needle portion now. Um, What happened was I uh, came home. I was out for lunch with a friend one day. And uh, when I came home, I was standing in the living room and I all of a sudden experienced a very strong feeling of pressure in my head. And it was just a very intense, um, you know, feeling. So I didn't know what this was. And I asked the spirit what it was. And the answer I received was subconscious. And in that moment, I knew that Uh, there was a very high frequency coming into my mind and it was dredging up all the unconscious guilt and fear that we all have when we come into this world. Uh, Of course, we, you know, a lot of people say, well, they don't have hidden guilt and fear. Well, no, because it's covered up. (laughs) So we don't really know a lot about it until it starts to actually reveal itself. And so this began a 16 day marathon in which I was completely filled with terror, um, fear. Um, I was just absolutely overtaken by this. And again, now I just want to say, I'm not telling this, I'm not sharing this for the purpose of, you know, this is not about uh, conveying fear. This is about awareness. You know, just since I started sharing this, I've had three or four people come to me and say, I'm really glad, you know, that this is happening because this needs to be talked about. I also want to say that spiritual leaders such as Eckhart Tolle and Byron Katie have gone through eye of the needle experiences and they're known for those, those experiences. Um, But they're really not talked about a lot. You know, I think quite simply because it's very difficult to understand this process until you've actually gone through it. And I was very lucky that I had several mighty companions in my life that had gone through it. And we could share that experience in a way that was just absolutely freeing and liberating and 
wonderful to be able to share it because it could be a very scary and lonely experience if you didn't have someone that you could truly share it with that understood. And so I would get up in the morning and I would start getting heart palpitations, throat palpitations. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't eat. Um, I just was completely taken over. I just felt fearful at every thought that came to me was like um, exaggerated. You know, it was just a fear thought became an absolute terror thought. Um, I developed what spirit explained to me was a form of PTSD, but it was actually called PTDD, which is post-traumatic distress disorder in which I, you know, I'd be walking down the street and someone would be walking towards me and I would actually go into a state of terror. I would, ha- I would have to cross the street. And this is not like me. If anybody, you know, anybody that knows me will tell you that I'm act- very personable and I'm very comfortable around people. But during this time, I absolutely just couldn't face people. I, I didn't want to drive. I could barely check my messages, like on, you know, my email. I, I just, I was in a, a state of great fear. The other way I explained it was that I felt like I was on a roller coaster, the most terrifying roller coaster in the universe, and I was hanging on for dear life. So it didn't matter what I was doing, whether I was reclined on a chair, standing up, going for a walk, laying down. You know, it didn't matter. No matter what task I was doing, nothing really brought a sense of relief. The only time I experienced relief during the 16 days was when I went to sleep. Because as soon as I woke up, I would really kind of pray. I would say, like, like I just want this to be over. I, I, I don't want to suffer anymore. And as soon as I would get up, I would, it would start. And I don't even know how I got through the day, let alone, like, the week, you know, or, or even the hour. I just didn't know how, how I was going through it. But I will tell you this. I knew I was being guided. I knew I was being assisted. I knew I was going to be okay. Don't, don't ask me how I knew that, but you know what? I just knew it. Something deep inside of me knew that all of this was happening for a divine purpose, and I was going to get through it. One of the things that helped was that I kept doing what I had to do. So in other words, I didn't surrender. Like, I didn't stay in bed all day long. You know, I just got up and I would go from task to task. I would do my yoga. I would take the dog for a walk. I was dog sitting at the time. So I'd take her out for a walk. I'd play ball with her. I would get out in nature. I would just do the tasks that I would normally do. I knew I had to do that somehow. I had to just continue on. Even if I felt like a robot and I wasn't really there and great fear was being evoked, I knew I had to do it. And every day at the end of the day, I would just go to bed thinking, I got through it. I don't know how, but I got through it. Uh, For me personally, one of the things, the great things that have come out of this is that I have an absolute empathy and understanding and um, great compassion for those that are suffering from mental health. And I will tell you that before this happened to me, I didn't. I really didn't. I was, you know, my my idea was just, you know, shake it off. It's it's really nothing. <laughs> you know, I really I really didn't understand what people can go through, but the level of anguish that I experienced was so intense uh, that I, you know, there were times that I knew I needed help, but I was too stubborn to go and get help. I just knew that I had to get through this on my own. 
somehow. So I didn't take anything. You know, the, the, the furthest I got in receiving any kind of help really was just drinking calming tea or some flower essence I got from over the counter, you know, at the, uh, at, at the, the grocery store one day. Because, you know, just going through the ritual of making that tea and drinking it did help somehow. So, you know, there are, and there are many other things I can say about the eye of the needle experience, but what happens is the ego is coming up. It is, it is dying. It, it knows that it is losing you and it comes up with a vengeance and it's basically just trying to hold you back. It's trying, it, it no longer wants to be your friend. It is no longer trying to pretend that it is your friend. It, it gets vicious and you have to be strong in order to get through this. I feel that this type of experience um, happens when you're ready for it. And I know deep down that I was ready for it. And I know that I, I passed the test, so to speak. The level of peace that I'm experiencing now is much deeper I feel that that's going to continue to be revealed to me because there have been times since the 16-day episode that I still feel some anxiety, but it is not even close to what it was. So it's quite manageable. I know what to do with it now when it erupts. I just go into breathing. I focus on that single-pointed meditative focus that the Ascended Master's explain to me that I was being called to do, you know, that single pointed focus, which is essential on the spiritual path, because what that does, it just clears away the clutter. It just helps you focus on the stillness. And it's within the stillness that the spirit is. So it's like that void is within the stillness and within the stillness is the fulfillment of spirit. You know, Spirit will come rushing in when you create a spaciousness. And one of my favorite definitions of love is that love is the willingness to create a spaciousness in which something can change. And that change is the shift from fear to love. And so I have cultivated that. And I feel that that was the single most important factor of this eye of the needle experience. It was finding that still point and believe me, it wasn't easy to do because you are basically in the midst of a huge storm. And that is, is not an easy storm to be in. It, you know, there's a lot of anxiousness and anxiety and despair and hopelessness in the midst of that storm. I also want to share with you um, some of, because I did get some guidance. I did get some help from some mighty companions that really came to me during this experience. Oh, by the way, I just want to say before I get to that, I knew in my heart of hearts that I had to get through this on my own. It's not like somebody could come and save me. You know, I, I, I knew that I had to do this on my own. I felt for me that was a very important component as well. So I just want to share a couple of insights that came to me from, you know, my partner Lloyd, from Linda O'Connell, from a couple of other people that I found that had gone through the eye of the needle experience. And the first thing I want to say is uh, this is, I think this comes from the course of miracles. It says, do not stop at the outside ring of fear. 
So when you feel this level of terror from the ego, you have to keep going and you have to somehow get yourself out of it. And I think that way will be, will just reveal itself to you. You know, you will navigate your way out of this. Uh, the ego does not go easily. And anyone who thinks it does has not gone through something like this. This is not for the faint of heart. Uh, I also want to differentiate between the dark night of the soul and the eye of the needle experience. Uh, there are two completely different things. The dark night of the soul is something that you go through. We all go through it, you know, during our life experience, during our spiritual journey. But these two experiences are, are completely different, and they're designed for different points on your awakening journey. I guarantee you that when you go through this eye of the needle experience, or if you go through this, you will know what it is. You won't, you won't be on the shadow of a doubt. You will know exactly what it is. You will come out the other side. That was told to me, and that one simple sentence was huge for me, just to know that I was going to surpass this, and there was going to be a great sense of joy and release and peace at the end of it was huge. And the other thing that was told to me was that when you're going through the eye of the needle portion of your awakening, it's important to confront the ego and feel the terror fully. Don't try to get away from it because you really can't. At the end of the day, this is about confrontation. This is not about distracting yourself. I don't really think you can distract yourself from it once you're in this level that, you know, of the eye of the needle. You really can't distract yourself from it because you're, you're in it 100%. It's like... You know, you're in a kayak and you're in the middle of the ocean and there's this massive tornado storm. You, you really can't avoid it anymore. You're, you're just in it. And you have to somehow navigate yourself through this. So that was some tips that were given to me, which were greatly helpful. And uh, that's pretty much it. Now, I mean, there's a lot more I could talk about this all day, but that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> And I'm still standing. I'm, I'm, I'm still standing, by the way. Good job. And yeah. did you know why 16 days? That's a great question. No, I think that it's going to be different for everyone. I think some people can go through this for months. Some people have episodes with intervals in between. I think it's going to look very different for each individual. But as Regina Dunn Acres um, said the other day, because she has gone through the eye of the needle, she's a, she's a spiritual teacher and a course teacher as well. She said that it's really, it really comes down to your willingness to let go. That's going to determine the length and the intensity of this process. You know, mm -hmm. most individuals are very stubborn. Most of us are very stubborn. And it really does take something for us to truly let go at the deepest level of our being. So, no, I don't know why why the 16 days, but I, I guarantee you I'm glad it was only 16 days. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And do you want to bring Catherine to the show and, and see uh, the her question? See where it goes, for sure. Okay. Hey, Catherine, welcome to see you. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. And, yes, that's... um. A great um, definition that you gave, um, and I think it's wonderful that you know you um, experienced all this and 
are able to share it with love to other people. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, I just want to say that I didn't share this uh, easily. I thought about it for, for weeks. I, you know, I really felt, I wondered, I was very mindful. I didn't want to invoke fear. I felt, but I really felt that there, it was time to bring some awareness to the topic. And so I was very guided to do this. Thank you. Yes, I believe that. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My question's kind of broader, uh, I'm not sure, um, but do you feel this is happening more so to make, like, a big change on planet Earth? Yes. Like, the more people awakening? Okay. Absolutely, because it was, it was said very clear to me that there was an expansion happening and we want you to be part of it. They said that I was going to be part of it. One point they said to me, which was kind of funny in a way, but I actually didn't share it just then, but I'm going to share it right now. They said, no more excuses. Right? Like, we're down to the nitty-gritty wow. here now. Yeah. Because, you know, I, to be perfectly honest, I was being a little bit, um, well, what would be the word I wondered that I would use? You know, I was in a little bit of avoidance in my spiritual letting go, like, and even, even in my meditative practices, they, they, they did give me guidance about that single-pointed focus, and I really wasn't doing that very much, and I was being called to do that. So, you know, they said, no more excuses now. You're on an accelerated path of awakening. There's an expansion happening. We want, you're going to be part of it. And by the way, this was my choice to be, this is my choice to be part of it. And then, you know, they said I was going to be assisted. And after that set of guidance that came to me, I knew that I was about to go through something huge. I felt it through the depths of my being. I just didn't know it was going to be as intense as it was. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you you for answering my call. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, I I have answered it now. Yeah, I have answered it fully and completely. That's not to say I'm perfect, and that's not to say I'm still going to go through my my growing episodes, you know, my challenges. Absolutely. But but I know I've said yes to this. And I want to be used as an instrument of peace to to the maximum. And by the way, be careful what you ask for, because... (laughs) Because I asked for the maximum, I actually asked for the maximum amount of awakening that I could handle. And I guarantee you 100% I got it with both barrels. Yeah. (laughs) So be careful what you ask for. (laughs) And I I think, Stephanie, that we, well, I don't think, I know, we are all in the same boat. We are all wishing for more, but at the same time holding strong to what the old was or what we are is familiar to us. And it's like, yeah, bring us a new world, but no, 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 don't take away what I have. Don't do this different from where I don't understand it anymore or open myself to more but explain me better or specifically tell me the steps to go unless I, otherwise I won't do it. And 
it, it, it's funny, but we all resist. We all resist. And we all have had opportunities in our own lives that on those instances, on those little moments that we have just eased into it, we have all felt how easy it is. But at the same time, we keep fighting it. Yes, because, you know, because basically most individuals are very stubborn and many individuals really don't want to change. You know, they, people say they want to change, but they truly don't. When you really look at it, they really don't want to change. And, and that's okay. That's okay. But the point is that, um, you know, the time has come. And if you really want change at the deepest level of your being, that change is available to you. But we do have to listen, and we are called to let go of the false, you know, like the Course calls it, the false beliefs, the hidden hatreds and the secret sins, the unconscious guilt. Uh, Spiritual awakening, true spiritual awakening is not about flowers and roses and, and, and all these niceties. That's really not what it's about. It's about... Well, like Adi Ashanti calls it, it is a it is a destruction of everything that you think is real. You know, he says he says um, if you want everything you've ever wanted, then awakening is not for you. Awakening is a destructive process. It is releasing aspects of yourself that are not easy to let go of. It's you know we're releasing our identity. We're releasing our specialness. We're, we are releasing false concepts about ourselves that, we, that are difficult to let go of because we believe that these concepts have served us. We have cultivated and become experts at creating a persona that's not even really real, but we believe it has served us and it has protected us. You know, we feel safe in our personas, but at the end of the day, I know from my own personal experience, I have made a decision that I want to release everything that is not really, truly, and deeply serving my spiritual self, my true self. And that includes specialness. It's not easy to let go of specialness. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know on my own journey, I'll say, like, something will come up, an emotion or a sash or a fantasy even, and I'll think to myself, I don't want this anymore. This is not serving me. I don't want this. Can you take this from me? You know, and so I I will willingly give it up into the light and just say, I don't want this anymore. Please remove this. And it's one thing to say those words, but it's something else to actually be willing to have it removed from you. It's such a beautiful and freeing process because what you're left with is true humility. And, you know, I'll tell you, the Spirit was giving me all these these um, sayings and affirmations as I was going through this and one of them was I am nothing and I am nobody. Now to the ego that is a very horrible statement to say, right? I am nothing and I am, I am nobody. That, that can sound that doesn't sound very good, right? At the first glance but what that really means is I am nothing. That means that I am willing to let go of who I think I am, my ego, my ego self, my identity, right? I am nothing. In other words, I am free. That's another way of saying I am free. I am spirit. 
I am invisible to let the Holy Spirit be who I am. I am free. I am nothing. I am nobody. I'm going to let go of the false persona, the ego self, the little I. That's what that truly means. So that statement became very liberating. Because, you know, when we're suffering, it's because there's an ego, there's part of our ego that's there in the way. It's our identity. You know, the self-conscious self is in the way of who we really are. So if we can let go of that, we're, we are truly free. And the one thing I've learned is that when you ask, you will receive. So as soon as you invite the Holy Spirit into your mind, he will accept the invitation. And he will show you the parts of yourself that are being called to release and to truly forgive, which means to truly release and let go of and, and be done with. It's not, it's not an easy journey, but it, yeah, it's a simple journey because what you're truly left with is freedom. Yeah, and, and I, I, can, yes. I, I can feel how that can be um, also terrifying right. because, because when you are on earth and we are this persona, that's who you are. So letting go of who you are to be is yes. terrifying. It's really, really terrifying. It, it doesn't make sense yes. to the mind. You're absolutely right. It's terrifying, but I want to say this. The Holy Spirit is a very gentle spirit and will work with you and assist you and guide you in a way that is truly gentle, except for the eye of the needle uh, experience. You know, this the spiritual awakening can be a very gentle process. And so you don't need to be in fear of that. And, you know, the Holy Spirit works directly with your level of willingness, right? Like in The Course in Miracles, Jesus says it takes a little bit of willingness. It truly takes a little bit of willingness. But that little bit of willingness has to be whole. Like, you know that saying, I guess it's a biblical saying that says we need faith as big as a mustard seed? Mm-hmm. So a mustard seed is very tiny, Right. But if you mm-hmm. look at the mustard seed, the mustard seed is whole. It is a, it is a full circle. It is, it is a round ball, which means that we have to have a little bit of will. only have to have a little bit of willingness, but that willingness has to be complete in itself because it's that complete willingness that the Holy Spirit works with. And by the way, what we really have to have is a lot of willingness, <laughs> but we start off with a little bit of willingness, and that grows gently over time and, and it serves us and I want to say that this this uh, this eye of the needle experience I know for a fact that this happened it was divinely orchestrated it happened at the perfect time for me as it will happen at the perfect time for you or, or anybody else that may be listening it, it truly is divinely orchestrated there's already been a decision made in the mind of when that's going to happen And it's happening for a divine reason. You know, that's the thing to understand. It's happening for you, not against you. Right? The Holy Spirit works for us, not against us. So I hope that helps. It does. Let me see if 973 has a question. Hold on. 973, are you there? Can you hear us? 
Yes, I was just listening. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine. I'm going to mute you back. So, Stephanie, the Eye of the Needle experience, as you share with us, it can be a terrifying, but at the same time, it's a way of getting a release of a lot of it. Uh, of a, a lot of the issues that we have with our ego, and yeah. you you were given a sixteen day process, and in each pro day you were given a statement or something from spirit that would help you uh, get your mind into some kind of focus to get through yeah. that day. Yes, yeah, so that happened days, during the spirit. Sorry, go ahead. So on those days, you have shared some of those with us. If you were to share the one that you feel was the the one that let you know, okay, this is oh, this is finally I'm there, I'm finishing. Which one was the one that that gave you the confidence that it was almost done? The fear of loss. Yeah, the fear of loss was a really big one for me. Yeah, and at the end of the day, there is nothing to lose. But mm-hmm. the fear of loss is a huge, is a huge fear. It's an absolutely terrifying fear. But what you really have to let go of is, um, you know, because the ego, like the ego is trying to survive. And so you really have to let go of even the need to survive. What has to come first, really, is your desire for awakening. Now, I actually was inspired to say this from a podcast I listened to the other day from Regina Don Akers. Uh, Regina Don Akers was talking about the spiritual purification process. And what she was saying was that the ego, really, what what it's trying to do most is survive. So if you can actually let go of the need to survive, then you, you, you will actually let go of all your fear right there and then. You will be relieved. Because the ego, you know, that's what the ego is trying to do. It's trying to survive. It's trying to take over God. It's trying to become God. And so you, you know, for me personally, I have made a decision that my spiritual awakening is the number one priority in my life. And so as long as that's the number one priority of your life and you are willing to let go of everything else, what's going to happen is that you're going to find out that you're not going to have to let go of everything else. Because everything is going to be added on to you. We are not asked to sacrifice anything, as the ego would have us believe. We're actually asked to receive everything. When you put your awakening first, you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to receive everything. You're not going to lose anything. But see, the ego has us believe that we're losing everything. That's the fear of loss. Losing everything. You're losing your partner. You're losing your, your life. You're losing your your money, you're losing, you know, this, this is just what the ego is driven. It drives us to believe that we're losing something. And so we have to come face to face with that fear because we cannot feel the belief in loss until we come face to face with us. And so don't be afraid when you start to feel fear, it actually is a really good sign. It's like this eye of the needle experience. It really means that I was doing something right. It doesn't mean that I was doing something wrong. The ego would have me believe that I'm going through something and I'm failing and everything is falling apart and I'm losing control. 
But in actuality, it means that I'm on the right path and I'm coming face to face with my own death, coming face to face with the death of the ego. And we truly have to face it. We have to confront it in order to be free from it. Like A Course in Miracles says that discomfort is aroused so correction can come in. So we have to really go there and feel that. Do you know this, this whole world? I mean, the thought system of the ego, the whole world is really a distraction from us doing this. The world is a distraction. And most of the things that people are engaged in, including something like, you know, problem solving. You know, you ever notice that one problem turns into another problem, turns into Mm -hmm. another problem, turns into another one. That's a distraction from us actually going within to find the truth. The ego wants us to be projecting ourselves outward to you know projecting our guilt outward onto our brothers and onto the world when in actuality what we're asked to do is bring the guilt back to ourselves so that we can release it instantly release it when i say bring it back to ourselves i'm not talking about blaming ourselves or in a condemning way but to own it so that we can release it so we have to confront the ego 100 percent head on in order to free ourselves from it yet. Stephanie, once, what is it that you think then the purpose of life is? Like why, once you get rid of everything you think you are, then what are you? Or what is it that you're going to be doing? Is there any other activity or something that you, you are? Or what is it? Well, you're going to be free. And you're going to be free to serve your brothers and to help them wake from the dream in a way that is substantial, in a way that is meaningful, in a way that, that is impactful, and it's going to be helping to heal the one mind because we are all one. We are literally, that's not just a fantasy, you know, to say we're all one. We actually are all one in the mind of, of Christ. And so what you're doing when you are waking up is you are healing the one mind, you are waking up the sleeping mind. You know, when I am healed, I am not healed alone. And we don't even know the impact that we have when we are healing our mind in a way that is true, true and lasting. We are waking up the one mind, and I can't imagine a better function than this. You know, life becomes a happy dream when you wake up. So we can enjoy life, but we're not threatened by the world anymore. We can participate. We can live normal lives, but they're not really normal. (laughs) (laughs) But we can, you know, we can live in the world. We can be in the world, but not of it. We can have a laugh. We can be with our brothers in a way that is meaningful. So that's the way we end up living. We are no longer caught up in the dream of separation. We, we're no longer caught up in the struggle. We are no longer spending all of our time solving problems. You know, the ego system is seek and do not find. Well, we don't, we're no longer doing that anymore. We, you know, we found the answer with a capital A, mm-hmm. which is really to, to live with the Holy Spirit, to be joined with the Holy Spirit or love, truth, whatever you want to call it. And so you asked two questions there. You also asked, what is the purpose of life? You know, didn't you, in the very beginning, you mentioned, like, what is the purpose of life? 
mm-hmm. or what is life all about or but yes. Yeah. So, you know, life really is we come into this world as um as we actually separate ourselves from our source in order to come here and enter into a hallucination. You know, if the truth be known, that's exactly what we're doing here. We've separated ourselves, and that's why we experience unconscious guilt. That's why we suffer in this world, because we believe that we separated ourselves from our source to come here and live lives of separation, you know, because the ego is trying to take over. The ego is trying to become God. Somewhere along the way, we said, Father, I'd rather do it my way. Thanks, but I, but I, got, it, but I got it now. I'm, I'm going to take it from here. And so really what this life is truly all about is finding our way back to our source, finding our way back to the mind of God that we haven't really left. So that's the true purpose of life. It's not to st- suffer and struggle and cope with life. That's not what the true purpose of life is. That's just the superficial purpose of life. So then uh, what you're saying is that for some reason we separated ourselves from the one to be able to come yes. here. And now we're here and we need to go back to not being separate. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so easy, right? (laughs) We should be able to do it if we were bad before. We wanted to do it. But remember, (laughs) the ego ego wants what it wants. Uh And the ego will keep you in this dream, will keep you in this dream of separation, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Until we heal the unconscious guilt in our mind that we all have, that's the key. And we can't do that on our own. We have to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will do that for us. Once we invite the Spirit into our mind to do that, he will immediately accept the invitation and start to go to work. And A Course in Miracles happens to be my path to doing that because it is a fast path to enlightenment. It is the quickest way between two points like you know there's a line between two points and the course of miracles is the straight line between two points there are many other paths obviously mm-hmm. but but the course of miracles happens to be a quick path and again it's important to 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 point out that if you're trusting in your own strength you'll have every reason to be fearful we we need god's strength you know god is the strength in which i trust it's the Holy Spirit that does the healing for us. We don't have to do it. All we got to do is have the willingness. So, Stephanie, for people that are listening to us and those that will listen to us, if they need help with the eye of the needle experience, is that something that yep. you are, uh, how can they contact you? Absolutely. Uh, you can go to my website and contact me through there, stephaniefin.com. And that's Stephanie spelt with an S. So that's S-T-E-S-A-N-I-E, Finn, F-I-N-N.com. You can reach me by Facebook Messenger. I'm on Facebook all the time. So the only difference in my name is that my name is spelt with an S instead of a P-H. And it's Finn, F-I-N-N. And you'll find me if you're meant. To, if we're meant to meet, you, we'll we'll come together. All those who are to meet will meet. 
<laughs> yeah, and we true. we know that's true. Uh, Absolutely. Like, like you and I, for example. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We just met. I don't even remember how, but it was we were meant to be. And we're absolutely meant. And the light of the needle experience is meant to happen. And if you are listening to his, and if I am listening to here, <laughs> so this yes. just welcome the light of the needle uh, experience into our world. And hopefully, Stephanie went through the course so we can just swing through it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and <laughs> it will be designed. It's going to be designed perfectly for you. Right, your experiences, and I've never heard two experiences that were the same. Like my partner Lloyd, he has gone through it, and his experience was was different, but but it was the same. So in other words, they look different, but they're the same. And the one thing we say, we we talk about it lots of times. We've talked about it many times because he was a beacon and a lighthouse for me as I was going through it. Is that it's really difficult to explain in words. The level of intensity of this, you can't, you can't explain it. You really can't explain it. But hopefully, you know, I've conveyed it somewhat here today. And yeah, I'm here to help. Yeah. I'm here to help. If there's anything, if you're suffering in any way, feel free to reach out. I understand how it feels, you know, and the purpose for it and what uh, what is waiting for you on the other side of that, which is pure peace and joy. And, and what is true, and you mentioned that, is that when you go through any of these processes, just trust that the guides, the people on earth that are there to assist you will come. So just open your yeah. heart and make the call and surround you with your healing team that you need. Absolutely. People in the world, like, you know, the mighty companions and also your spiritual guides, ascended masters, angels, the Holy Spirit, you know, whatever you, whatever feels right for you, they're, they're there. They're right there assisting you in, in, in every step of the way. You are fully supported and loved. And you really can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. So with that, we're going to leave today. We have reached the end of today's podcast, but share it, send it to your friends, put it out, start talking about it, and let it help us increase the awareness of these experiences because they're real and people are going through them. And we all need to know it's okay to do it, it's a process, and let's just ease into it, let's just learn how to handle. And, of course, reach definition when you need an expert hand that it can help you with it. And thank you, Stephanie, for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for your, the work you do, Claudia. Thank you as well. Okay, and I love you. Me too. Bye-bye. Goodbye.